What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Number four, Charles Barkley. The round, the wow. Round, the mound, round of mound rebound. of rebound. Easy for me to say. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya, and it's all good. And- it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, uh, one and all, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Happy Valentine's Day out there, everyone that celebrates. And for those that don't, you're doing good. Just keep doing you. And uh, welcome in, and we're here to talk some uh, local sports. None of that lovey-dovey stuff here. It is uh, February uh, 14th, of course, 2023. Travis Sparks and Eric Fry hanging out with you. And we're the ones that's going to be talking to local sports with you coming up here in uh, just a little bit as uh, girls basketball regionals uh, from uh, last night. SEB did squeeze in a boys basketball game, and we'll hit up on that. And, well, as we got to talk about about the boys brackets because we haven't talked about them yet it was a loaded uh, schedule for us yesterday so we'll finally get to those boys brackets coming up in a little bit and we now know we should know all the times for the matchups as well so we'll dive into that also a college basketball from last night hitting up on what's going on tonight including the Illini they're back in action tonight and we'll hit up on the NBA NHL, and we'll also hit up on uh, some uh, Major League Baseball as well. We kind of touched on it a little bit about uh, the extra inning rule uh, here to stay, uh, but also was another uh, rule change that got tweaked a little bit yesterday as well that I saw, so uh, we'll get into that, and we'll also hit up on Eric's countdown, continuing yep. on in the uh, top 75 moments in NASCAR history, according to Eric. In the top Eric. 20. And we're hit the top 20. And uh, so we'll continue on with uh, that countdown later on in the podcast. And, of course, you can find that podcast wherever you find your favorite pods, iTunes, Spotify, our website, fmradio.com. Just go on the radio tab and click on the uh, podcast tab there. That's where you can find all of our wonderful podcasts on the website. Of course, we got to show some love here on this uh, Valentine's Day to our sponsors, uh, McMahon Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and uh, Tatopolis uh, State uh, Bank. And uh, so we appreciate them. We appreciate uh, and enjoy 
enjoy the love from all the listeners as well. So uh, we got a lot to get to here on this uh, Tuesday, and it's also a Valentine's Day. It's also Taco Tuesday as well. So uh, maybe there's an idea for a Valentine's Day dinner for you there. So uh, we got a lot to get to here today, so let's get after it, and let's hit it up, and let's hit it up with what we always do. Let's kick it off with First Things First. Before we get into the show... First things first. And now since it is the uh, post-Super uh, Bowl, we have uh, some uh, official coaching news. As uh, We talked a little bit about it yesterday, and it's becoming going to become official today and uh, Tuesday later on this afternoon as the Indianapolis Colts have uh, found their new head coach, and uh, they are going to uh, hire uh, the Eagles offensive coordinator, and, and that's going to be Shane Steichen, uh will be introduced as the uh, Indianapolis Colts' new head uh, coach. And, uh, of course, they'll try to rebound the Indianapolis Colts' efforts from a team that was 4-12-1 this season and uh, trying to look at for stability at the quarterback position as well. And uh, they hire another Eagles offensive coordinator, and it's Shane Stichin going to be uh, for the Indianapolis Colts, the new head coach. Yeah, and he's known for getting a great product out of his quarterbacks. He worked with Phillip Rivers, he worked with Justin Herbert during his rookie season, and of course what he did with Jalen Hurts last year um, definitely shows that, which is what the Colts need. But again, as I said yesterday, and I'll say it again now, there's not a Jalen Hurts on that roster for the Colts right now. Right now, no. There's not a defense to help your offense on the Colts roster. That Eagles defense is not coming to Indy to help. No. It was pretty banged up last year. It was. And the Leonard in and out of the lineup didn't yep. uh, didn't help matters yep. at all. But that's the thing, though. The quarterback isn't on the roster right now. They are sitting in a spot in the draft oh, where yeah. if they would They're want to go a quarterback. with that and they would go with a quarterback, and if they want to kind of go along the style of uh, Jalen Hurts, they could go and try to go up and get uh, Bryce Young. This signing makes me – feel like everything we've said about the Colts, they've actually been listening. This is a signing to get a young quarterback to build the offense and build the team around. Not a veteran stopgap like the Colts have done, Mm -hmm. which is what their MO is. Their MO is to go out and get that veteran quarterback and just plug a hole and call it good and hope it works. And it hasn't. Yeah. They are so gun-shy about getting a first top-tier quarterback because they're worried that either, A, they're going to want to move on because that's the NFL nowadays. If you're unhappy where you are, you just say, I want traded. Mm -hmm. Or, B, they're going to look elsewhere and demand more money than what the Colts are wanting to pay them. Right. This is at least the first step for me showing, hey, maybe Indy is going to go with a quarterback. Maybe they're ready to invest the time, the energy, and the money into a young quarterback. 
right, yeah, maybe now they've seen the the formula for this plug-in and play veteran quarterbacks isn't working, mm-hmm. and they tried it. So you need to switch it up, and you need to try something different. And uh, this is one route to take, and I, I don't know if this is a factor in decisions of trying to go after a young quarterback, but we talk about it all the time. Uh, they might be a little, uh, you know, to pull the trigger on a young quarterback because they invested so much mm-hmm. in Andrew Luck, and we saw where where that led them, and it's kind of led them down this path that they've just been searching for uh, someone uh, for the face of the franchise, and I haven't quite have that, and so maybe they're a little trigger shy uh, for going after a young quarterback for that aspect, but uh, clearly the formula with the veteran quarterback isn't working. Uh, so you need to go out there and you need to t- try to find your franchise guy and it's a young player. You, But I will say this, Travis, if there was one year where there are some decent veteran quarterbacks in a division <laughs> that's not that great, that is wide open for anyone to win, and you have a decent running game when that offensive line is healthy and Jonathan Taylor is healthy, right, you have yeah, a def- decent Taylor defense when all of that is healthy, Mm-hmm. Do you want to start from scratch now? Right. That's I, I. The Colts are in a weird crossroads because it's not like they are, let's say, for example, the Bears, who know that they're the bottom two of the division for the moment until things kind of change, and they're okay with that. Mm-hmm. They're in a division where nine and seven will win you that division. Oh yeah, no doubt. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know from Jacksonville, are we going to get at the start of the year? Are we going to get the Jacksonville the end of the season or the Jacksonville at the beginning of the year? Right, they're going to sustain eh, that success. Yeah, Titans, sure. they're going to have an entire new GM. They, mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect out of the Titans on a year-to-year basis. They're a wild card every year, and we know Houston's horrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. see that changing in one off season. No, so. As as great of a as it sounds so good on paper what you just said, Travis. <laughs> but if there was one year or there's a Geno Smith, a Derek Carr, Aaron oh, Rodgers, there's there's those veterans quarterbacks that you could go after. Mm-hmm. And I mean maybe that's that would be the thinking that, you know, you or I would be thinking about, but, you know, maybe that's not what Airsay is uh, thinking about in uh, Ballard as well. Maybe they're going to try to look to see if they can get Rodgers or something like that. Maybe they are, but you don't bring this guy in for that. No. I mean, he's just a good young mind. So. But he is a quarterback guy for young quarterbacks. Like I said, who has he worked with? Philip Rivers at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. I'll take that one off the table. But otherwise, it's Justin Herbert, who he's turned into a good quarterback when he works with him. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Hurts, we saw what he did last year. Yeah. So, to me, he you're bringing in this guy to work with a young quarterback and get him ready and get him started on the road to success, hopefully. Yeah, you're not bringing in an Aaron Rodgers. You're not bringing in a Derek Carr or a Geno Smith or an Andy Dalton or any of those guys. But this is the year where I wouldn't hate the Colts for doing that. Yeah, you know I what mean, I mean. Sure, I mean even if you want to try to take a chance on Derek Carr 
for sure. You know, like we've been saying, you know, this division, you're really only a solid quarterback away from doing that. The problem is all three, four of those guys I named, they're going to want to be starters. And if you're spending the fourth overall pick on a quarterback, he's not going to sit all year. Yeah. I mean, I guess that depends on who you would take. I mean, I guess, I guess you could. I you guess know? they could. I think, like, Bryce Young would be a guy that could start immediately. Yeah. Uh, but then a guy like uh, Levis for Kentucky probably yeah. wouldn't be starting right away in the right situation. And, again, it is what is the long-term goal of the Colts and how much heat can Irsay, the general manager Bullock, and the coach take? Because, again, if you go all in on a rookie quarterback and after five weeks you're 0-5 and he's thrown 10 picks, birds will start chirping. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you make this play to try and get better, and that's not better. That's the same. That's where you were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the one uh, best thing that's uh, coming out of all this is that uh, Jeff Saturday didn't end up being uh, the uh, head coach after, you know, I thought all this yep. pop and circumstance would happen. All these guys coming in for first interviews, second interviews, uh, possibly third interviews, and it would all just end up being Jeff Saturday in the end. Uh, so I guess at least it's not him, and they settled for a new guy. And a certain uh, contributor named RG3 for ESPN says Jeff Saturday is coming back to ESPN. Oh, I so mean, why not? we'll talk more about that in sports center yeah i mean why not come on back to the uh mothership come i mean on you back weren't to the you weren't good as a coach you might as well go back and at least talk about football <laughs> be a be an analyst be an analyst they're already on the crowded desk there I yeah saw oh yeah talking about this on the post super bowl at least i think it's post super bowl with the rg3 alex smith and booger uh, McFarlane uh, there on uh, the set. So uh, Colts expected to uh, announce officially uh, St. Steichen as the uh, head coach later this afternoon. By the way, when Steichen returned to the Chargers in 2014, all right, he rose up through the ranks. Do you know who he worked under as the quarterback's coach, uh, who his offensive coordinator was, Travis? Well, I think I do because I've read the story. It's Frank Wright. Frank Wright, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Travis, is this just rinse and repeat? It might be. Get hired him from Philly after the Phillies, yeah. after the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl. Both of them at San Diego. Worked under Frank Wright. Yeah. If this is not a change in culture or a change in style, don't expect anything different. Yeah. I think maybe it's a little bit different. It is kind of uh, funny how it correlates with the Eagles offensive coordinator, yes. but they kind of bring it right to kind of fix Carson Wentz and trying to recapture that magic. So uh, at least there's no one to try to recapture the magic here with this hire. So that's the only real difference. I guess so, but still it's, it still feels like the same. It feels oh, like true. the same guy only 10 years younger. Hmm? Yeah. I mean, I guess so. So, guess we'll uh, see how it uh, works Colts. out. Colts, I, I don't have much faith in you. <laughs> and we'll uh, see about the press conference a little later on uh, this afternoon. But uh, right now we got to step away and uh, let's come back and talk some uh, local sports from last night, high school girls basketball, as well as one a boys game that happened uh, last night. Coming up next here on the Star Lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. 
Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank and Totopolis Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Zone, Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free loan a tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for loan a tool. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Sports are easy to disagree on. Let's see what happens when sports talk hosts talk about something they agree on. No, 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 hold on. I'm saying drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Well, I disagree. I think drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. <laughs> Come on, man. Wait, I think we're saying the same thing. Oh, so uh, what do we do now? Everyone agrees that drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2020 and May 2021. Potential savings will vary. Hello there. My name is Seychelle, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is the punch of flavors that's unlike any other. You get the crispy tenderness of the chicken and that hint of sourness from the pickles. Ta-da! <laughs> Hey, I'm Juan, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is you know you're going to get chicken that's crispy, golden, and juicy. This is the gold standard of chicken sandwiches. Order the original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real customers paid for their testimonials. And now... I have the Cowboys and the Packers in the NFC Championship. The last time the Dallas Cowboys made it to the Super Bowl back in 1995, they took out the Packers in the NFC Championship game. So, history will repeat itself... Cowboys moving on to the Super Bowl. The starting lineup. Oh my God! It's all going somewhere, Travis. Just, just go with me. The Cowboys. Yes, yes. Oh, it's all geez. going somewhere. Oh my! On ninety-eight-nine, the game. Back in to the start of lineup. Here 
on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Last night uh, in local sports uh, basketball, uh, let's take a look at uh, first one game uh, that happened in uh, boys basketball last night. As uh, St. Elmo Brownstown, uh, they defeated Ramsey 68-46 to uh, 46 was the final there. It was tied after a 13 after one and then a big a second quarter for SEB at 24 points there in the second quarter. So they led 37-24 at the half. And uh, they would go on to win after that. Four guys in double figures for the Eagles. Uh, Stein, he had 16. Campbell had 14. Atwood and uh, Paulsley, they both had 11 for Brownstown. And uh, SEB now 18-10 and 10 overall on uh, this season. And uh, last night in uh, girls uh, basketball in uh, the uh, North Clay uh, Regional in Class 1A, we had uh, St. Anthony. Uh, they defeated South Central 63-31. to uh, 31. So uh, St. Anthony moves on there into uh, the uh, championship game. Uh, St. Anthony got off to a great start, 16-9 after one quarter. Uh, closed the gap, tried to at least uh, for South Central. They trailed by six at the half, 27-21, but then a th- Big third quarter by St. Anthony. They outscored South Central 24-6, and then they would go on to win. Uh, Vaughterhide led the way. She had 24, and Fear Day also had 21 in the game as well. Uh, Garrett was the only player in double figures for South Central. She had 12. Uh, Webster, uh, she had it 8. So uh, St. Anthony, uh, they move on to uh, the uh, championship game uh, there, and uh, they improved to 26-5 and overall in the season. And uh, South Central, they uh, close out the season 13-16 uh, and 16 on uh, the year. In the Arcola Regional, it was Tri-County over Okaw Valley, 53-30. to uh, 30. And it was Arcola over Central A&M, 46-40 there. Also kind of in that uh, same uh, subsectional in the South Fork uh, Regional, it was uh, number four seed South Fork over Armstrong, 47-19. And then it was the number one overall seed there, Tuscola. They won by 20 over Georgetown Ridge Farm, 61-41. So it's going to be Tuscola versus South Fork in the uh, South Fork Regional Championship there on a Thursday. And uh, Tri-County versus Arcola will be the Regional Championship in Arcola on a Friday um, there. And uh, St. Anthony will be awaiting the winner of uh, tonight's matchup that we'll hit up on here in uh, just a second. And uh, in uh, Class 2A, the floor Regional, it was Robinson over Salem 51-240. to uh, 40. In uh, this one, and uh, then we had an upset in the next game as Newton takes down Vandalia. Mm-hmm. It was the six seed Eagles pulling off the upset over the three seed Vandals, and Newton won 50 to 46. Newton had the one point lead at, after one quarter, 12 to 11. They extended that out, they led by 10 at the half, and Vandalia outscores Newton 19 to 12 in the fourth quarter, but their comeback falls a little bit short. And uh, Cameron Martin led the way for Newton. She had 17. Kessler added 11. Uh, Forbes had uh, 16. Uh, Shadowway had 14. And Austin had 11. So uh, Newton advancing on there to uh, the uh, championship game. And uh, they'll be facing off against Robinson. A little LIC matchup in the uh, Flora Regional Championship uh, there 
Also in the uh, Paris Regional, it was Paris over Sullivan, 46-36. to uh, 36, And Arthur defeated Downs Tri-Valley, 52-38. to uh, 38. So it'll be uh, the one-seed Paris against the four-seed Ala there on a Thursday in the Paris for the Regional Championship there in the uh, Carmine White County Regional is Tatopolis over Carmine White County 48 to 34. T Town led by 10 after one, 13 to 3, and then uh, they extended that out. They led 25 to 10 at the half, and they would go on to win. Uh, Niebergi had a 14, the only girl double figures for the shoes. Uh, she had 14. Uh, Wall added eight on the night for uh, Tatopolis, and they improved to a 25 and 5. On the uh, season, and uh, they will meet Mount Carmel as they defeated Fairfield last night, 44 to uh, 36. So uh, the five over the four uh, there. So it'll mm-hmm. be Topless against Mount Carmel on a Thursday for the Carmine White County Regional Championship. Uh, there, um, any other ones in two uh, A? Uh, I don't think that I saw anything. Uh, there, one thing last night I wanted to mention because uh, Altima just uh, faced them not too long ago. But Father McGivney, uh, I saw they scored the first 34 points of the game, oh. and they ended up winning over Bunker Hill, 84 to 19. As I said, they're good team. <laughs> and then also in uh, 3A, we had a big score there. Uh, Effingham in the Mattoon Regional. Over Charleston, 87 to 15. Mm. FEM jumped out to the 19 to 5 lead after one quarter, and then they shut them out in the second quarter, 27 to nothing. So they led 46 to 5 at the half, and they also put up 32 points in the third quarter to lead 78 to 15 after three. So FEM advances on. Uh, Beals and Martin both had 11. Uh, Mapes and Niebergi both had 10 points for FEM, and obviously uh, with uh, that score, everyone uh, pretty much contributed for uh, the win for the Hearts in uh, that one. Uh, just a lopsided score there, and so they're on to the regional championship, and who will they face? Well, they'll face Matt Toon, and they got the victory over Alney, 63-38, to and that regional championship uh, will be on Friday. Up at the top of that, uh, in that same uh, subsectional, it was uh, Highland getting the win over Jerseyville, 63-42. And it was Waterloo over Bethalto Civic Memorial, 68-54. So it'll be Highland versus Waterloo in the Highland Regional Championship. And the winner of that game will advance on to the Centralia sectional. And they'll take on the winner of that FEM and Mattoon uh, matchup. Uh, there, uh, down in the bottom, Mount Vernon took care of business against Carbondale, 71-33, and it was Taylorville getting upset as uh, they lost to East St. Louis, 78-74, high-scoring affair there. So uh, the six over the three, the Tornadoes had a great season, uh, and it comes to, uh, mm-hmm. to an end though in yep. the regional semis, and uh, so. Uh, that was the only other Apollo team in action. All the rest of the Apollo teams will be in action uh, tonight uh, there for regional uh, action there. And uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's pull up the uh, local sports uh, schedule uh, for uh, this evening. We got some girls regional games as well as we got boys regular season action uh, still. And it 
is uh, Sandoval there at CHBC. Woodlawn is hosting a Dietrich uh, Nioga. They're up against Tuscola. Newton, they're hosting a Casey. Casey can uh, still clinch a, a share of the conference title uh, tonight. Uh, Oblong Palhut against South Central. Uh, SEB against uh, Chrysler Rock Lutheran. Uh, Mattoon hosting at Totopolis. Robinson at Marshall. Charleston is at Paris. Mount Carmel is uh, hosting uh, Grayville. And Lawrenceville is at Carmine White County. And the two games that I'll be on our airwaves are Cumberland against Argenta. Eric will have coverage for you over there over on a WCRA in Argenta uh, tonight. Cumberland trying to keep uh, their uh, mini five-game winning streak uh, going on uh, tonight. Putting it on the line in Argenta. Yeah, a place, you know, where Cumberland played earlier this year for the conference tournament. Um, played decently up there, minus the LSA game. But, um, yeah, looking forward to this uh, this trip up to uh, Argenta here tonight and uh, just getting ready for for regional play. And, you know, I, that's what the Pirates are working on. They're trying to keep this win streak going, trying to keep building that momentum for regional play on Saturday. And uh, they'll try to keep uh, their momentum and a team that will try to build uh, some momentum back as that win streak was snapped for Altima on a Saturday. And uh, they'll be hosting the regular season matchup uh, tonight against uh, St. Anthony, of course. Altima won the uh, championship game of the NTC against uh, St. Anthony. And uh, we'll see what happens in this regular season a matchup. It's senior night uh, there for the Indians. And uh, they'll honor the seniors uh, before the game. And uh, hopefully uh, they'll come out and uh, have a great performance so to send the seniors out, even though this may not be the uh, last, or they're hoping it's not uh, the uh, last home game uh, there for the Indians. But uh, see your night there. And, of course, uh, it's always a tall task to beat St. Anthony twice yes. in a season. And uh, that's the tough task that Altima will be uh, faced with uh, this evening. And uh, myself and Dominic will be uh, there with the uh, coverage there over on a Jack FM uh, tonight, a senior night for St. Anthony against Altamont there. In high school girls basketball tonight there in that North Clay Regional, it's a Brownstown squaring off against uh, North Clay. And in the Nioga Regional, it's the number one overall seed there. Nioga taking out Winsor's Two Straws and a CHBC matching up with uh, Cumberland uh, tonight there as well. And uh, also in that uh, same subsectional uh, there in uh, KZ, um, let's see, I think all the other games uh, happened uh, last night. Uh, over in uh, 2A, though, it's in that same subsectional with uh, Totopolis. Uh, the two-seed Pena is going up against Monroe War- um, Forsyth in uh, Warrensburg-Latham. And uh, the three-seed Tolono Unity will be going up against the five-seed host school Warrensburg-Latham uh, uh, there. And those two will meet up in the regional championship on Thursday. And the winner of that regional championship will take on the winner of the Topless and Mal Carmel. Seems like all the rest of the uh, Apollo teams are in action uh, tonight in uh, girls basketball. The number one seed, Lincoln, uh, they're up against the seventh seed, Rantoul, in the Bloomington uh, regional championship. Regional semifinals there, uh, Mount Zion there up against Decatur Eisenhower and then Decatur Eisenhower uh, Regional. And uh, we also got, uh, let's see here, Muhammad there, the two seed, and they're going to be going up against AC Danville in Muhammad's Regional semifinal uh, there tonight. On the other side, it's normal uh, Community West against Urbana there 
on the rest of the Apollo for girls basketball. So uh, we'll update uh, those uh, scores uh, tomorrow and uh, mm-hmm. talk about all those games uh, tomorrow. And uh, the boys' regular season is winding down this week. Regional start on a Saturday. So that means we got to talk about uh, the uh, boys' uh, postseason. And we'll finally get to those boys' brackets. And we'll talk about that coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Rural King shoppers, we're busting prices on a variety of goods in store and online. Like $3 off boxes of Greenies Devil Treats for dogs. Plus save $2 on NatureWise poultry feed, now just $17.99 for a 40-pound bag. And stock up on 10 packs of Country Road Wild Bird Suet for just $8.99. Look for the green Price Buster stamp to save big on these items and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rural King. America's farm and home store. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. And now... Is this really what we're talking about today? Because if it is, I'm going to leave. The starting lineup. Like, this is ridiculous. All right, we'll get back on track. (laughs) Sports podcast talking about phones. Give me a break. On 98.9 The Game. This is ridiculous. Give me a break. Eric Fry, Sports Center. The Blues will try to get a winning streak going when they host the Florida Panthers at Enterprise Center tonight. The Blues are coming off a 6-5 overtime win for the Coyotes on Saturday. St. Louis is in sixth place in the Central, 51 points, and a 24-25-3 record. The Cardinals are locking down their president of baseball operations. The team signed John Moselec to a two-year contract extension on yesterday. The deal will keep him as St. Louis's top decision-maker on player personnel through the 2025 season. Moselec took over as the Cardinals general manager in 2008. His job title was changed to the president of baseball operations in 2017. The Cardinals haven't had a losing season since he took over. The team has won two National League pennants and one World Series during his tenure. What have you done for me lately? The Bulls are on a four-game losing streak following a 191 loss to the Orlando Magic at the United Center. Bulls kept the game close, but they never led after the first quarter. Zach Levine poured in 26 points in the losing effort. Chicago is in 11th place in the Eastern Conference at 26-31. Bulls will visit the Pacers. 
tomorrow night. The Blackhawks try to get back in the win column when they visit the Montreal Canadiens at the Bell Center tonight. Blackhawks lost to the Winnipeg Jets 4-1 on Saturday. Lost for Chicago's third in their last four games. Blackhawks remain in last place in the Central Division with 37 points and a 16-30-5 record. And Robert Griffin III suggests that Jeff Saturday will return to ESPN. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on the 98.9. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry delivering the uh, Sports Center hits today. There and uh, yes, uh, John Mozeliak. I was going to ask you about that. What do you? How do you I feel? Mean, you know, I could sign an extension after being just okay out of my job. Yeah. So, I yes. Guess. After having, I mean, winning seasons, pennants, NL Central. You're a heck of an NL Central team, Travis. Mm-hmm. Every year you guys are winning that thing. Yep. So you got to reward the decision makers for doing that. Yep, and then you don't need to get know, any further. You sign a one free agent signing in Wilson Contreras, and then make just some random uh-huh. signings elsewhere, and we're good. We're good, and we'll just give you an extension for yep. it. Yep, yep. So. He's worked hard on that. <laughs> Congratulations. He's worked hard. Congratulations, Mo. Yeah. On the new contract extension. I, I take it you're not happy. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I can be okay at my job and still get an extension. Again, it just Very shows cool. the mentality of the Cardinals. We want to win the Central. Great. So. Keep the people in charge who just want to win the Central, and that's yeah. all you'll get. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. So. Some of us are looking for bigger prizes, like yeah. above 500 finishes. Yeah, and I also was reading up last night on just the situation that we find ourselves in with the uh, Bally sports and whatnot with that um, yeah. bankruptcy uh, thing. And yeah. uh, Cardinals kind of have a little bit of stake in the company. Oh, yeah. So and they're on the hook for They're on the hook for that with them filing bankruptcy. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. That will affect nope. your spending. Right, and even though uh, I think it was uh, Mr. DeWitt said that it didn't have any effect on the spending this off season, but... I don't know, maybe that's just lip service. Well, I, I mean, you, you you don't spend typically in the offseason anyway. Uh, yeah, so. I know. Even though payroll expanded is what they said. And sure. Yeah. Hey, we signed Wilson Contreras. So you we signed be happy. Wilson Contreras. You were happy with that. I am. Okay. Then but you I know, hope he pans out for you. you know, I hope for Wilson's sake he pans out. Yeah, he was there yesterday and he was shaking hands with Jack Flaherty. Uh, so we're uh, we're all good. We're making we're making new friends. We're making friends. That's so, right. Hey, you go. got to do that. Looking good in Cardinal Red. There you go. What sure number is he? To spring training. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see the back of oh, his okay. jersey. All I right. assume forty. Probably. I think that's what they had at the press conference, bub. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's. Uh, we'll save more Major League Baseball talk to assume uh, rule changes and some. I guess pizza boxes that are laying down on the diamond. So uh, we'll talk about that more in the pod. But we're here to talk about the boys' brackets that were revealed, and we pretty much know every time uh, now. So Mm -hmm. uh, let's just start right from the top in the Altamont sectional. uh, Number one overall seed, Altamont. They're going to be hosting the 16th seed, Mulberry Grove, in the quarterfinals. uh, And uh, they are going to be hosting that one on Saturday at 7 o'clock. And uh, this is the Nokomis Regional. Uh, but they'll obviously start in the lower mm-hmm. uh, seeds place as it'll be a, 
the next game is uh, 11 seed Inberg against the 10 or at the 10 seed Carlisle there on Saturday at two o'clock. Winners will advance to a Wednesday there in Nicomas, and then uh, the other uh, matchups in that Nicomas regional would be the four seed Nicomas hosting the 14 seed Ramsey at six o'clock on Saturday, and then uh, uh, it'll be in St. Elmo the 13 seed Patoka against the eight seed uh, St. Elmo there at mm-hmm. six o'clock. Winner, those two games will advance to the Nicomas Regional, and both of those will be on uh, February 22nd on Wednesday. They're at 6 and 6.30. So uh, Altamont gets in uh, the number one seed, and they get in the Nicomas yep. Regional yep. this time around. Just like how we, uh, you know, when we saw the we seeds. We kind of picked it. We kind of, yep. We, when we saw the seeds shake out, we, we kind of knew that it was most likely mm-hmm. going to be in Nicomas. And uh, sure, sure enough, and if Altamont wants to get to Altamont, and uh, they got to go through, they probably have to go through Nokomis again. Yep, yep, so, yep. They're in Nokomis even. So uh, that regional championship will be on uh, February 24th. Which I, I think, Travis, this uh, – well, we'll talk we'll talk more. Let's go through broad, and then we'll go narrow. Right, we'll go to the Cumberland Regional next. Uh, the two-seed uh, Casey, they'll be hosting the 16-seed Central A&M on Saturday at 6 o'clock. And then the next matchup is the A-seed uh, visiting the 7-seed Nioga. They're on uh, Saturday at 1 o'clock. And those two winners will match up next Wednesday. And then uh, Wednesday's two straws, uh, they'll be hosting the 11-seed uh, Cal Eric Beecher City there at 1.30 on Saturday. And uh, then it'll be uh, the 10th seed, Macon Meridian, going to the 5 seed, Cumberland. They're at 4 o'clock on a Saturday. And the winner of that matchup will also advance to uh, next Wednesday's matchup there in the regional semifinals. A rematch from the Vandalia Holiday Tournament. These yeah. two teams faced off, and uh, Macon almost got the win at that point. They hadn't won yet this season. They almost beat the Cumberland Pirates then. So. Mm. Yeah, and the head scratching win against Tuscola. Yeah, yeah. There, so maybe they're not such a pushover. No. So uh, that's who the Pirates uh, drew there, and uh, fortunate for them, they host uh, the uh, regional mm-hmm. uh, this year. Also, in this uh, same uh, subsectional in the Tuscola regional, it's the 15th seed Tri County going up against the number one seed Tuscola, and that'll be on Saturday at one o'clock. Uh, the 12th seed uh, Christman will be at. The ninth seed Villa Grove on Saturday at 4 o'clock. Winner of those two matchups will meet up next Wednesday. And then Okaw Valley, the fourth seed, will host the 14th seed Heritage on Saturday at 1 o'clock. And uh, uh, Georgetown uh, Notre Dame LaSalle will be the 13th seed, and they'll be at the sixth seed Arcola on Saturday at 1 o'clock uh, there. And then the two winners will meet in next Wednesday's matchup uh, there in the Tuscola Regional Semis mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, possibly. I know our cola's got some work to do, but cola wars. That's what I was thinking. For the regional championship. Ocal Valley will have something to say about that. They will have to have something to say, but. Uh, also, they're in uh, the same subsectional, the two-seed uh, Chrysler Rock. Uh, they'll take on the 15-seed uh, Red Hill there in Centralia at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, the six-seed South Central will be against the seven-seed Sisney there in Farina on Saturday at 6 o'clock. And then uh, uh, the 12-seed Sandoval will take on the three-seed St. Anthony there on sa- in, right here in FEM at the Inlow Center at 6 o'clock. And then the uh, ninth seed Dietrich will be at the five seed North Clay there in Louisville at uh, seven o'clock 
on a Saturday. And the winners of those matchups will go to the South Central Regional semifinals next Wednesday as well. So uh, there you go. We got some uh, NTC teams representative mm-hmm. there, rematch there in the opening round with North Clay and uh, Dietrich uh, there. And then obviously, you know, North Clay and St. Anthony in the regional semis. What? Well, be interesting. It would. It would. I know Dietrich will have something to say about it. Yep. But yep. Might be intriguing. Yeah. Yes. And, and again, well, we may, we may want to wait till the pod. But I, I, Travis, I want to get your regional championship matchups and winners. But okay. but we can wait and do that till the pod. And we'll do we'll do all area teams. <clears throat> yeah, we'll definitely save that. Uh, there for the uh, podcast. Um, I thought I had the uh, 2A uh, brackets for the uh, boys pulled up, but I have so many brackets pulled up at this point. Uh, there we go. It's, it's not the, even March uh, yet. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I have uh, some of the girls' brackets still open, and the boys' brackets is what we're talking about. Uh, the Tatopolis Regional, uh, their Tatopolis will have to wait until next Wednesday to see who they'll face. As on Saturday, it'll be the eighth seed Paris going to the seventh seed Shelbyville, and that will be on Saturday at 4:30. Winner of that will take on the number one seed Tatopolis. Also in that Tatopolis Regional will be the 12 seed Sullivan. They'll be at the four seed Robinson on Saturday at six o'clock, and then uh, the 10 seed Ala will be at the six seed of Flora on Saturday at 2 o'clock there. And those two matchups will occur. The winners will occur next Wednesday Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, Up top there in the same subsectional in the Newton sectional, it's the two-seed Lawrenceville. They'll have to wait until next Wednesday to to meet up against the winner of the 11-seed Marshall and 9-seed Fairfield on Saturday at 6 o'clock. And then uh, 13th seed Powell Hutt will be against the five seed Mount Carmel. And uh, that will be in Mount Carmel at 6 o'clock on Saturday. So could potentially uh, be seeing an all LIC mm-hmm. uh, matchups all over the place. Uh, they're possibly in the Lawrenceville Regional. And then uh, up top there in that same subsectional is uh, number one seed uh, Greenville. They'll wait the winner of the 10th seed Staunton and the 9th seed Salem there in Salem on Saturday. Then East Alton Wood River, the seventh seed, will be hosting the 11th seed Roxana on Saturday at 4 o'clock. The winner of that matchup will take on the fourth seed uh, Piasol uh, there at 7.30. And the East Alton Wood River Regional in the Newton uh, sectional, also a part of that below uh, Tatopoulos. Uh, there, Vandalia, they'll be hosting the, the AC to Litchfield on Saturday at 3 o'clock. The winner of that matchup will go to the Litchfield uh, Regional to take on the two-seed Alt-Marquette. And then also we got the three-seed Pena against the 13-seed uh, Carlinville. And uh, that apparently will be played at the Pena Junior High mm-hmm. uh, there at 1 o'clock. I'm assuming it's 1 p.m. and not 1 a.m. But uh, then also it'll be the 12 seed of Gillespie at the 5 seed Hillsboro on a Saturday at 1 o'clock there. And uh, the winners of those will advance to the Litchfield uh, Regional. Uh, let's see. Let's take a look at uh, 3A real quick in, in the um, – let's see – Scrolling all the way down to the Centralia uh, Regional. Uh, these games so will have to, uh, some of them, most of them will have to wait till next Wednesday. But uh, FEM's in action against uh, the sixth seed Marion there on a Saturday at 6.30 as FEM drew the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the winner of that matchup will advance to uh, the Mount Vernon and will advance into the Mount Vernon Regional Semis against the number one overall seed there, Mount Vernon. 
And then also uh, Olney will be there in Mount Vernon next Wednesday as the five seed, taking on the four seed, Heron, uh, there. And then uh, down below there, you got Lincoln awaiting the winner of either Danville or Rantoul on Saturday in Danville at 1 o'clock. And Muhammad Seymour also in that Champaign Central uh, Regional as it's the four seed Muhammad against the seven seed uh, Champaign Central. And then also uh, the Mattoon Regional is uh, number nine seed Decatur Eisenhower against the 10 seed Mattoon on Saturday there in Decatur at 6 o'clock. The winner of that matchup will advance to uh, the regional semis against the two seed Decatur MacArthur, and then the three seed Mount Zion will take on the A seed Charleston there. And uh, I think that was uh, all of that there for the regionals. I believe so. There in that one, I didn't see Taylorville. Oh, Taylorville's Taylorville the way seed. up there yep. uh, against the number one seed East St. Louis. Yeah, and the next Jacksonville Wednesday. regional. Jacksonville. Because it's the Apollo, you have to have them everywhere. I knew they were spread out, and I didn't see them anywhere down here in the Decatur MacArthur sectional. So. Uh, there's a look at the brackets, and we'll definitely uh, dive deeper into them a little bit uh, later on. So uh, right now we got to close out the show. Uh, let's uh, close it out, trying to talk about as much as we can here, college basketball and uh, the NBA possibly, and we might have to save MLB for the uh, pod. But that's how we're closing out the show. Coming up next, college basketball here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Making Moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Mark Starr didn't play much his senior season at Alabama after a coaching change left most seniors on the bench. That didn't stop the Green Bay Packers from taking a chance on Starr, drafting him in the 17th round of the 1956 NFL Draft. The gamble paid off. Starr went on to a Hall of Fame career with five NFL championships, as well as winning the first two Super Bowls in NFL history, winning the MVP of both. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com sports. When there's a chance for a championship trophy, you need to have the right people in the right positions. That's why when you post a job for free, LinkedIn Jobs taps into a network of over 875 million professionals to find the right people for your role. LinkedIn Jobs helps you narrow down to only the most qualified candidates, which means you can start hiring the right people faster. Go to linkedin.com sports to post your job for free. That's linkedin.com sports. Terms and conditions apply. And now, the starting lineup. The Memphis. Memphis. Turn around three of the Cardinals. We're going to overtime. On 98.9, the game. Back in 
in to the starting lineup here on 98.9 via game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you just a tad a bit longer here on ESPN Radio. Let's talk some uh, college basketball that happened last night, then we'll get into uh, tonight's matchups. Uh, first of all, we had an upset of the sixth team in the country. Texas Longhorns go down as Texas Tech pulls off the upset 74-67. to uh, 67. They take down their in-state rivals. The uh, Longhorns there go down. It was also uh, Baylor, the number nine team. They took care of business against West Virginia, 79-67. And it was Miami, the U, number 15 in the country. They beat North Carolina 80-72 to uh, 72 in uh, Chapel Hill last night to get the win. And uh, nothing happening in the Big Ten last night. So nope. nothing to report uh, there. Uh, look up on uh, today's uh, top 25 matchups later on uh, tonight. We got the 18 uh, team in the country, Creighton at the 24, Providence. We also have a uh, 23 uh, NC State at number five at Kansas at Oklahoma State and number 12 again Kansas State against Oklahoma there in uh, that matchup in the uh, Big Ten uh, tonight. Uh, we uh, had uh, Nebraska against the uh, Rutgers and we had Michigan and Wisconsin as well as Illinois and uh, Penn State as that game is at uh, 6 o'clock. And uh, so look at that. We get a nice little early yep. game uh, tonight at 6 o'clock tip. 5 o'clock we'll begin the pregame show coverage right here on a 98.9. And it's Illinois at Penn State uh, tonight. Uh, there we visit the old uh, college station there yeah. in Illinois, currently favored by three points in uh, this matchup against the Nittany Lions tonight. Yeah, and, you know, Illinois trying to keep the positive momentum going. I mean, like I said, the Rutgers game wasn't great, but you got to win. Good teams do just enough to get wins. And the Illini did that on Saturday. We'll try and get another Big Ten win against uh, Penn State. And we'll try to get some revenge after just that awful loss against Penn State. Uh, whenever this was a uh, matchup that I'm looking at uh, here, uh, December 10th was this matchup in Champaign. And of course, uh, Penn State got the win on uh, that night, 74 to 59, just a terrible loss. Mm-hmm. I can just think of him. In in that my was brain. a different Illinois team, Travis. Yeah. A different Illinois team. We were number 17 in the country at that time. We were a different team. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess so. That was disappointing because that's right. That was after the big Texas win. Yep. And then we dropped the game against Penn State. By the way, Illinois, a five seed in uh, the latest bracketology. Bracketology? Five seed right now. Hmm. Very nice. Yes. Northwestern, by the way, is a seven seed. Sorry, Northwestern. Hmm. Didn't mean to get you upset. Right, yeah. And they just had to go out and beat the number one team in the country. Yeah. <laughs> at the time. And by the way, Illinois girls are a nine seed. Mm, yeah. I saw that they had a good lead on Maryland the other night, and then uh, Maryland had a big second half comeback, and mm-hmm. then they ended up losing that one 
think the Terrapins are like seventh in the country uh, there. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, the Illini uh, dropping that one. Yep. And then also another game that was supposed to happen in the uh, Big Ten tonight uh, was uh, Minnesota against uh, Michigan State. And, of course, uh, due to the events on campus there last night at Michigan State and uh, that shooting, uh, all athletic events have been uh, postponed or canceled uh, for the next 48 hours, and they're not having classes today uh, either. So, again, you know, Minnesota gets uh, stuck in this situation. They can't catch a break uh, here as, uh, you know, they had to make up that game with Illinois here, and uh, now they obviously will have to make up this one against Michigan State. But, uh, circumstances there uh, yeah. out of their control yeah. uh, there on the events last night for Michigan State. They're so. running out of time to make up these games. Right. I think there was only like two available mm-hmm. makeup dates and they're already uh, doing one with Illinois. So, uh, yep, even even more uh, games in a row for the Gophers uh, probably uh, coming up. I hadn't seen uh, if they were what uh, the makeup date uh, for that one uh, would be. Uh, I think that one actually is going to be on, uh, was scheduled to be on Wednesday, I think, but um, we'll just have to see how that unfolds uh, there in uh, East Lansing there. Um, Let's quickly uh, take a look at the NBA uh, from uh, last night. I know that the uh, Mavs, they couldn't get a shot off there in uh, the uh, final seconds as uh, they lost to uh, the uh, Timberwolves 124-21. We did have uh, Luka and uh, Kyrie both on the floor, but uh, they couldn't get a shot off in the final seconds. Uh, Kyrie had 36 in the loss, but I think it was one of the first times that they were on the floor at the same time, and they can't get a shot off at the end. And uh, they lost uh, the Bulls. They fell to the Magic last night, 100-91. to uh, 91. Um, The Knicks, they beat the Nets, 124-106. Nuggets over the uh, Heat, 112-108. Uh, Jokic didn't have a triple-double last night, so he sucked. 27 points, 12 rebounds, only 8 assists. Uh, night. Yeah, 76ers uh, over the Rockets, 123-104. Jazz over the Pacers, 123-117. Cavs over the uh, Spurs, 117-109. Donovan Mitchell goes off for 41. Hornets over the Rockets, high-scoring affair. Defense optional, 144-138 to was the uh, final there. Pelicans by three over the uh, Thunder. A late three there by uh, uh, Brandon Egram gives him the win. Uh, Warriors got the win over the Wizards. Also, defense optional, 135 to 126. And it was a game time, 40 uh, points to lead the Trailblazers over the Lakers, 127 to 115 last night in Portland. Game's going on uh, this evening. Uh, national broadcast, we got Celtics against the uh, Bucks, And we also have the Warriors going up against the uh, Clippers tonight on a TNT a doubleheader for you. Magic Raptors, Kings and Suns, and also Wizards against the Blazers tonight as well. All right, so we'll uh, save the rest for the uh, podcast. Coming up, we still got more stuff to talk about in MLB. Another uh, rule change 
uh, coming into uh, MLB that came out yesterday. And Eric will continue on with his NASCAR countdown as well. Top 75 moments in NASCAR history, according to Eric. And uh, we'll catch you in the uh, pod. Everyone have a happy Valentine's Day. Hey, maybe you'll be spending Valentine's Day at a high school gym uh, tonight with all the games uh, that are going to be happening uh, tonight. I don't think there's any place you would rather be right. right date night at the gym uh, there. So uh, let's make a night of it, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. <laughs> Welcome in uh, to uh, overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still hanging out with you here on the uh, program. Coming up, we uh, still got some stuff to uh, clean up from the NHL. We also have some MLB stuff. We got Alex Cora's opinion on the new bigger bases since uh, some uh, players reported to uh, spring training yesterday and also a new uh, uh, rule change for position players pitching on the mound this year and we got Eric's NASCAR countdown as Mm -hmm. well continues so that's all coming up here on the program and uh, first before we get to any of that is there anything on sports that you wanted to hit on yeah the Pacers losing streaks up to five games after they fell 123 to 117 to the Jazz in Indy. Indy is now 12th in the Eastern Conference at 25 and 34, and they'll look to snap their losing streak when they host the Bulls tomorrow night. The Raiders are moving on from their quarterback. NFL Network reports the team will release Derek Carr in advance of his money becoming fully guaranteed. The decision comes after Carr said over the weekend he was unwilling to accept a trade to the Saints or any other team. Veteran quarterback has a full no trade clause. Carr would have made just over $40 million next season if Vegas wanted to keep him. Uh, the Washington Commanders are seeking to set up an interview with Eric Benemy for their vacant OC job. So he's one of many um, as well. He's also expected to interview for the uh, Ravens, but we already know that has now been filled. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the Jets are uh, continuing to be linked to veteran quarterbacks. As according to NFL Network, New York has hired former Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator Todd Downing as its passing game coordinator. Downing was fired after the season, has ties to two quarterbacks who might be potential offseason targets for the Jets, Ryan Tannehill and Derek Carr, as Downing was the Raiders quarterback coach in 2015 and 2016 and their coordinator in 2017. The owner of the Washington Nationals has died. Theodore Ted Lerner passed away from pneumonia in Chevy Chase, Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C. He was 97 years old. He brought the Nationals in 2006, and the team won its first ever World Series in 2019. Um, And that is it. That's your sports center. That's all I got. All right. And uh, like you uh, mentioned there, about the uh, Ravens yes. and what they were just talking about while we were uh, listening on yeah. with uh, Fitz and Harry uh-huh. of uh, the Baltimore Ravens hiring a Georgia offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. Todd Moken, mm-hmm. and he's the new OC there in uh, Baltimore, and yep. hopefully he'll be able to uh, get Lamar Jackson back on track. That's what it says. Mm, I don't think so. You don't think so. 
Uh, he did help Georgia to uh, back-to-back national championships. His offense averaged 501 yards and 47 points per game last season, and I know that was in college mm-hmm. and not in the pros. So, Here's what I'm saying with that, Travis. If I'm Ballard and Ursay, I go to the Ravens and say, fourth pick, what else do you want for Lamar? I mean, you know, that's what I said a long time ago. Yeah. They should go after Lamar. He Lamar fits, though, in that style of the new head coach for the Colts. He fits. Oh, he would work there. And then you have the OC for the Ravens, who just came from the SEC, who can work with Bryce Young with that fourth pick. Yeah. I think it's a win-win for everybody. I mean, it's definitely an intriguing option, and I think I would. Because I don't think Lamar wants to play for Baltimore anymore. He's done. Yeah, I think there is some. uh, There's hurt feelings. There's tension. There's, yeah. yeah, A lot. There's boo-boo face on everyone. A lot underneath the surface, I think. So I think it's best to just give everyone a fresh start. Give everybody a fresh start. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, this is uh, not the first time that he's been an offensive coordinator in the NFL. He's actually was the OC with Tampa and Cleveland. Uh, the, Buccaneer in the, the Buccaneers in the NFL had the best passing attack in 2018, and a Baker threw for a career best 3,827 yards from the Browns in 2019 under uh, Mokins. Uh, tenure there in uh, three seasons with the Bulldogs. I uh, totaled uh, the ninth most passing yards and former walk-on Stetson Bennett turned himself into a Heisman finalist uh, there. And Mokin was chosen after 21 interviews with 14 candidates over a four-week span uh, there. So uh, there you go. Baltimore, a new OC there. Um, all right, so uh, let's get into and uh, clean up the uh, NHL before uh, we get to uh, the MLB talk. Uh, we had the uh, Senators beat the Flames in OT last night, a uh, four to three. It was uh, the Panthers in a shootout, two to one over the Wild. It was the Coyotes four to two over the Preds. Uh, Red Wings six to one over the Canucks, and the Kings five to two over Buffalo. There and that was it. From uh, last night. Uh, games going on tonight. Blackhawks in Montreal to take on the Canadiens. Hurricanes against the uh, Capitals. Devils, Blue Jackets, Senators, Islanders. Panthers in action uh, tonight in St. Louis there to take on the uh, Blues. Cracking in the uh, Jets. Uh, Bruins, Stars, Lightning, Avalanche, and the Penguins. And uh, the uh, Sharks there. And uh, that Hurricanes and Capitals uh, matchup, uh, the, uh, of course, uh, star player there for the Caps, Alexander Ovechkin, is actually uh, going to be uh, away from the team to attend to a family matter mm-hmm. and the health of a loved one that is expected to be, he's expected to be gone for at least the rest of the week, if not longer. So uh, they've granted uh, Ovi an absence uh, there. So, um, hmm. He's uh, going back home to Russia, where his parents and other family members live, and tra- And there's also travel restrictions in place amid uh, the uh, uh, conflict with Ukraine. Uh, there, There's no direct flights between North America and uh, Moscow 
there. So that's why also going back to uh, Russia is a problem and uh, more complicated there. So uh, no Ovi there for the Capitals uh, for the foreseeable future there. I saw that uh, the uh, Blues, I think it was on Instagram this morning or last night, Tarasenko uh, wrote a nice little uh, piece thanking the Blues organization and the Blues fans as well after the uh, trade uh, there to uh, the uh, New York Rangers there. All right, uh, some uh, Major League uh, Baseball uh, stuff we already uh, hit a little bit on uh, that the uh, extra inning ghost runner is here to stay uh, for the from here on out uh, 2023 and beyond. That was approved uh, yesterday. Uh, Alex Cora threw his two cents in uh, the uh, new bases and apparently says they look like pizza boxes. Great. Course, I can't the, wait. Of course, with the P, the pizza boxes, of course, the bases, they're bigger this year uh, for safety. Now, he didn't say what size of pizza, though. No, so he didn't. Maybe it's a small pizza. Maybe. But it looked like pizza boxes. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be giant pizza boxes. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, now, also. That's why they had to ban the shift, Travis. There's not going to be enough room between the bases for more than two infielders. That's true, and uh, I guess I didn't really think about this when I put two and two together, that uh, due to the large, larger bases, the base paths have been shortened yep. by four inches. Yep. So uh, they're also, with uh, promoting safety with these bigger bases, the uh, first baseman uh, won't get uh, uh, hurt as often or mm-hmm. tangled up as often. Uh, but also an increase in stolen base opportunities now with the baseline uh, shortened by four inches. And for the show, they're going to have to record all new commentaries so they're not saying moves 90 feet up because it's not 90 feet anymore. No, that's too hard, man. Yep. That's too hard. Oh, the new bases won't be in the game. Don't worry about it. I mean, uh, last year the uh, playoff system got approved and there wasn't even the new playoff system in the new game either. So I don't know if that will change this year, but... Uh, we got Derek Jeter in the game. All right. <laughs> On the Legends edition. Hooray. And we got a celebration of uh, some of the uh, Negro Leagues uh, there with the, some uh, players that haven't been in the previous games uh, there. So, um, But the bigger base pass. Bigger bases probably all right. be. So there's that. Alex Cora likes all the other rule changes, but... Not the bases. The pizza boxes that we're calling bases. Now, what are we in the sandlot now? <laughs> Just in the backyard throwing down what we got. Uh, and then also uh, yesterday, uh, according to uh, ESPN, uh, MLB's Joint Competition Committee also unanimously approved a rule change that is designed to reduce the number of position players uh, that uh, – Designed to reduce the number of position players pitching appearances. Uh, last year, position players could pitch when the score was separated by at least six runs, and now there is a, a new rule put in place under the new guidelines. Leading teams have to be up by 10 or more runs in the ninth inning in order to let position players pitch, and while trailing teams can use a position player anytime is down by eight or more runs. And position players are also allowed to pitch any time in extra innings as well. So position players cannot be uh, used unless you're up by 10 or more in the ninth inning or down by eight or more. MLB, the most boring league. (laughs) I know. I know. 
and it was pretty exciting last year to see Albert throwing some, mm-hmm. throwing some, and Yachty throwing some as well and i feel like this one is they're just trying to be a little bit too cute yep uh with themselves Let's and whatnot so the no fun league got the most boring league got the no happiness league and you got the national baby association so <laughs> there we go there you go There's the national big four the national uh, sports big forum yeah uh, but this was the stat that i thought was uh, crazy that there was a record 132 position players that made a pitching appearances last year in 2022. And that doesn't include Shohei Otani, uh-huh. obviously. Uh, and so that's uh, only a slightly less than one position player pitching in a game per day. That number was only 89 in 2021. There were only 93 position player pitching appearances uh, from 2010 to 2015. So a four or five year stretch there, only 93. And there were a total of 57 pitching appearances by position players during the entire 1990s. So you go from 57 total during a decade, and then you had 132 position player pitchers last year. That's Uh, a crazy stat. That's a staggering stat. I didn't notice that there was a ton more. But I think that goes back to the way we are bringing players up now. From the minors and stuff, and even all the way back to high school. People who are high school pitchers are switching positions. Mm-hmm. And they're being outfielders, or they're being, you know, third basemen. They're they're adjusting themselves to where they'll get more playing time. Yeah. And so these guys have pitching backgrounds. They do. But they're not, you know, they're not traditional pitchers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's really just kind of, you know, with the restrictions that we have yeah. and with the relievers and whatnot, and you want to save some of the arms mm-hmm. for later on and, and put and, a position player out you there. know, options and manipulating contract time and or service time and all that. Yeah, like, it's all a part why of Why not throw – what is the problem with it? Yeah, I, I don't really see a, a problem myself. I know you don't. But – According to the MLB, it is. You're ruining the sport of baseball. <laughs> yeah. Back in um, my day, you never see Lou Brock pitch. Exactly. And that's a problem. <laughs> you never I would have loved how... to have seen it. <laughs> that's the problem. You were throwing 200 pitches yeah. a game. <laughs> Your pitchers destroyed their arms by going 57 complete games in a season. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so... I mean, Whatever. maybe the competition committee is like you're throwing a position player out there, so it's not a competitive game anymore, or whatever. It's. But not I would good. much I rather like if my Cubs, Travis, were down to your Cardinals, fifteen to two, in the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have a position player go out there in a game that's already basically done, than wasting a pitcher. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because you gotta maybe you got a game the next day, yeah. or you gotta travel the next day, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. I don't know. So major boredom league. More new, uh, more rules and regulations and restrictions Ugh. for position players' like pitching it. appearances this upcoming season, with all the other rule changes uh, coming in uh, for MLB <laughs> this season, uh, with the pitch clock and the shift, great and whatnot. So. 
coming at you this season. Major boredom league. Get ready. <laughs> yep, and it's going to be starting soon now that it football's is. over. The so. 25th is our first Cardinal broadcast, and we got pocket sleeve calendars. You want to come pick them we up? We do. Yes, we got plenty of them. Yep, come get so, your calendar. Uh, come on in and get the and they get the schedules. Yep. For sure. So... Uh, we had a, had a few that I picked up from the uh, Cardinals Caravan, uh, but we got a we whole, got whole box bunch. of them. Yep. That's right. We got a whole lot of them. So come and take as many as you want. Yep. So uh, we got them for you right here you at the You can't have the whole box. We won't let you well, have the whole box. Well, obviously. But. Yes. I mean, <laughs> take one or two, you know, samples. Yeah. So. So there you go. There you go. So, all right, that's all I got. Okay. Um, what are we are we gonna go to NASCAR now? Yeah, I think we'll we'll save the regional talk for tomorrow. Yeah. We'll we'll table that for for tomorrow or Thursday when there's not as much going on locally at sure. that point. Yeah. Because uh, we got some time. They don't start till Saturday. Why rush mm-hmm. it? Why? Right, yeah. Why get ahead? We of got it? we got some time. Um, if my computer decides, yes, we're gonna go to our NASCAR. NASCAR. Moments. Moments countdown, top 75 moments according to Eric. Yeah, we're down to the top 20 because there's only five days till the Daytona 500. Mm, five days. This Sunday. Wow. Travis, have you been getting prepared for your pick em picks? You've been doing some research? Oh, getting ready? yes. I mean, you, 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 you kind of exceeded expectations last year, <laughs> not going to lie. So you got, you got a lot to live up to this year. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. Well, let's research. let's get into our top twenty. Uh, number nineteen. It was when Kevin Harvick stole, straight up stole the Daytona five hundred from Mark Martin. This is that famous last lap of the Daytona five hundred where Clint Boyer flipped over and crossed the finish line on fire and stuff like that. And Kevin Harvick just straight up stole that Daytona five hundred from Mark Martin. Mark Martin never won at Daytona. Ah. Uh. His entire career, and uh, Kevin Harvick uh, stole that uh, that Daytona 500, and uh, it was one of the craziest finishes uh, to a 500. But yeah, so that was uh, I'm looking oh, back through my man. my history notes. Can't find it. What year it was? I know it was the 2010s, but. Um, that year would be, this is great audio, isn't it? <laughs> Wonderful. Where is it? Oh, 2007. 2007. So I was wrong. It wasn't the 2010s. It's 2007. Anyways, next we have Trevor Bain. And Trevor Bain, if you don't know the story of Trevor Bain, he won the Daytona 500 Travis in his second start. Hmm. Came the youngest person to ever win the Daytona 500 the day after his 20th birthday back in 2011. And driving for the Wood Brothers, who hadn't won in 10 years at that point in time. Hmm. And he was able to win. And the call was was great once he crossed the finish line. And, uh, you know, Daryl Waltrip in the booth going, Happy birthday, Trevor Bain, because he just turned, bir- you know, his birthday was the day before. And then Trevor Bain comes on the radio and goes, Are you what are you kidding like he just he couldn't believe that he wasn't supposed to win it was his second start you're not Mm -hmm. expected to win at that point right but uh he ended up winning and it was one of the biggest upsets in daytona 500 history Hmm. speaking of classic moments we're going back to 2000 travis 
We are going back to the fall Talladega race from 2000 when the man, the Intimidator, came from 16th to 1st in three laps to get the win in his final win of his career. Hmm. It was absolutely breathtaking to go from 16th to 1st in three laps wow. to get the win. It hmm. is astonishing because this, you know, it's, it's Talladega, so you have to run in the pack. You have to, and he... His car was dented, it was bruised, it was battle-worn, but he did just enough to get the win. It was one of the craziest, craziest moments I can remember. Hmm. Number 16, we're going back to Talladega, and it was Talladega back in 2011, Travis, where we had not just one car, not two cars side-by-side at the finish. We had eight cars side-by-side for the win. Hmm. It was... Back in the time when they were doing the tandem drafting where you had to have a draft partner and someone to push you. And there were four sets of two cars battling for the win. And Jimmy Johnson got the win. Uh, only lap he led the entire day was the last lap. Hmm. And now we're going to Bristol, 1999. This is our 15th one and our final one for this one. And that is the night race at Bristol. Dale Earnhardt spins out Terry Labonte to get the win on the final lap, spins him out, and then the famous line in Victory Lane says, well, I didn't mean to spin him out. I just wanted to rattle his cage. I just wanted to rattle his cage. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to cage. I didn't mean to wreck him. I just wanted to rattle his cage a little bit. <laughs> and that became a famous saying to where a, year, a couple of years later, Jeremy Mayfield hit Dale Earnhardt and beat him for a win. And he said, I, I didn't hit him. I just wanted to rattle his cage. So it became kind of a, a thing. Of, a running joke, huh? Yeah, a running joke of rattling the cage. So there you go. That is uh, that, Those are these five for today. Coming up on tomorrow's top five, Travis, we have some big-time wins, a couple of firsts as well that uh, we'll get to as well. So uh, as we close in, we'll be at 10 tomorrow. After tomorrow, we'll be down to 10. Technically yeah, nine, I guess. We'll be we'll be down to nine after tomorrow. So, mm. uh, but there you go. That is our our NASCAR moments. Our NASCAR countdown it continues yep. to Daytona on Sunday. So, there's a uh, five more moments coming at you. Five more coming tomorrow. So, there is that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so uh, we are uh, wrapping wrapping this one up as we are. On the road uh, towards the uh, postseason for the uh, boys basketball. We got regular season games uh, tonight that we'll talk about tomorrow. And we'll talk more about the uh, postseason as well. And we'll be back to talk all about it tomorrow. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, downloading. And have a great Valentine's Day out there. Yeah. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace out.